0: Welcome to the Haringey Education Partnership Brief. It's Monday the 13th of June. I'm Luke.
1: And I'm Maya, and we're here to bring you up to date with what's happening in education.
0: Here's what you need to know this week. The proportion of free-school meal-eligible pupils has risen once again according to a new DFE census. TES reports that nearly two million pupils in English schools were eligible for free school meals at the start of this year, which is an increase of 160,000 on last year's figure. Headteachers leaders described the number, totaling 22.5% of pupils in English schools, as shocking. The
1: DfE wants schools and trusts to find another £1 billion of savings to prepare for rising energy and other costs. A new school resource management strategy, published on the 10th of June, includes plans to help schools monitor and reduce energy and water usage, expand the school's resource management advisor program, and update workforce guidance to maximise staff deployment, among others. Critics say achieving value for money will not make up for rising costs.
0: Schools Week reports that almost one-third of schools' buildings include expiring materials or pose a serious risk of imminent failure. More than 7,100 were given the worst possible rating for at least one aspect of their buildings during the DfE's last full condition data collection. This has not gone completely unnoticed as the government is coming under pressure to increase spending on school maintenance.
1: In order to increase the pool of staff available for English schools, the DfE will widen the net of the current system of qualified teachers status attainment. Currently, only teachers from 39 designated countries are able to attain QTS status, but the new system, which will launch in 2023, will allow applicants from other countries to apply for qualified teacher status in England and judge potential candidates against a consistent set of standards.
0: This week's Deep Dive, racial inequalities in education and beyond. A little over a year after the Commission on Race and Ethnic Disparities report essentially concluded that systemic racism does not exist in Britain, two other reports have come out with hard evidence of racial prejudice in the education and healthcare systems. The two reports, by the National Foundation for Educational Research and the Royal College of Nursing, respectively, looked at promotion and progression opportunities within the professions. They found massive disparities by race in their data, suggesting that systemic racism does indeed exist in Britain, and is very evident in promotional practices, at least in education and healthcare.
1: We'll start with the RCN study, which surveyed almost 10,000 nursing staff. The study found that white nurses were twice as likely as black and Asian colleagues to be promoted in the NHS. The difference is most stark among 35 to 44-year-olds, while 65.9% of white and 64% of mixed ethnic respondents reported a promotion, only 38.3% of Asian and 35.2% of black respondents reported the same.
0: The structural racism had a devastating impact on minority ethnic staff, and black respondents working in hospitals and community care even said that they were more likely to report experiencing physical abuse. These findings echo those of a review commissioned by the NHS Race and Health Observatory, published in February. That review concluded that racism, racial discrimination, barriers to accessing healthcare and inadequate ethnicity data collection have negatively impacted Black, Asian and minority ethnic people in England for years. The newer NFER report is proof that this systemic
1: racism is not exclusive to the healthcare system. It also exists in education. NFER used the latest data from large administrative datasets from UCAS, Teach First, SWC, and the NGA Survey of Governance Volunteers, along with the 2011 census data, to estimate the proportion of people in England from each ethnic group. The study measured inequality in both representation and progression opportunities it found that all ethnic groups except white are underrepresented at all career stages of the teaching profession, and that people from most ethnic minority groups at most stages of the teacher career pipeline are less likely to progress than their white counterparts.
0: Minority ethnic representation, which has long been an issue in schools in England, appears to get exceedingly worse the further you look up the educational career path. Whereas acceptances into initial teacher training are relatively equally representative, there is a large drop in non-white ethnic representation in the population of classroom teachers. Most ethnic groups, including Asian, Black, Mixed, and Other, indicating Arab or any other ethnic group, are around 50% underrepresented, while white classroom teachers are around 13% overrepresented. The gaps continue to widen among the senior leadership, with minority ethnic head teachers anywhere from around 60 to 80% underrepresented and white head teachers and senior leaders around 20% overrepresented.
1: Looking at progression through the teacher career pipeline reveals a similar story. In this analysis, however, ethnic minorities are less likely to be promoted earlier on in their careers than their white counterparts, until they reach the promotion middle leader stage, where there is a spike in the data and all ethnic minority groups are slightly more likely to be promoted than their white colleagues. This may seem hopeful in the fight against racial disparity, yet it is merely an irregularity. After middle leadership, no other ethnic group aside from mixed is more likely to be promoted than their white counterparts.
0: For more insight, we talked to Marva Rollins, a HEP school improvement partner who has worked for years on multiple aspects of racial inequality in education.
2: So my my position is that one more report is one report too many because it replicates the other reports that's gone before. So you only have to look at the the credits at the end. She said, well, that's been said before, that's been said before, that's been said before, that's been said before. So excuse me if I think, if I roll my eyes a bit, really. That's my frustration, that I would rather get on and do something in the best I can, whether it's at national level or local level, so that I can see an impact And from where I sit as a black woman, that's why I said, so what? What action? So we've run programmes, we've run programmes to look at, to support um, what you call BAME, and we now call the global majority, um, teachers into the higher levels, because we can sometimes get to middle leadership, but that's often where the majority of us stay. And it's getting that next step, first of all, getting some people to middle leadership and then the next step into senior leadership. And that's where the disparity has been for a long, long time. For me, I find the programs my most practical way of influencing change.
0: You can hear more of our interview with Marva about racial inequality in education on an upcoming HEP Talks podcast. So stay tuned, and don't forget to subscribe.
1: This week at HEP. We'll be hosting our half-termly HEP Head Teachers Breakfast on Tuesday the 14th of June. The breakfast will take place at HEP Training Rooms, and will get started at 8.30am. Also on Tuesday, Tarjinda Gill will be joining us for the English Subject Network. This session will focus on the issue of reading comprehension and the skills versus knowledge debate. See you there at 3.45pm. On Wednesday the 15th of June, don't miss Haringey Music Services Primary School Music Network. This kicks off at 3.45pm. And finally, join 2 Hephead teachers on Friday the 17th of June for an introduction to the SPP model for peer review, a collaborative approach to school improvement. All sessions are available to book on the HEP Booking Hub.
0: This week, we've been watching Troy Deeney, Where's My History? Footballer and anti-racism campaigner Troy Deeney sets out on a mission to get Black, Asian, and minority ethnic experiences on the curriculum in schools across the UK. Watch it through our link in the show notes.
1: This week, we've been reading... Five Questions About Motivation with Daniel Pink on Atlassian Sarah Goff-Dupont interviews Daniel Pink on the 10th anniversary of the release of his book, Drive, The Surprising Truth About What Motivates Us. In the book, he puts forth the idea that creating a work environment centered on autonomy, mastery, and purpose, also known as intrinsic motivation, improves employees' performance more than external rewards.
0: This week, we've been listening to Lavinia Stennett founder and CEO of The Black Curriculum, interviewed on Krem Project Podcast. In the interview, we hear Lavinia talk about her own path through the UK education system, her recent interactions with government, and getting endorsement from Vogue magazine and fashion designer Virgil Abloh. And that's it for our Monday the 13th of June Hep Brief. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review, share on social media, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This brief has been written and produced by Maya Cardwell and Luke Kimber. Music by Shane Ivers. We'll see you next week.